Here's what's coming up on today's show. When it comes to investing for retirement, the retirement red zone is the most critical period of your investing life. Join Mark and I today as we talk about how you can navigate the retirement red zone and avoid costly mistakes that could throw your retirement plan off track. It's easy to get lost on the way to retirement. Things like taxes, improper planning, and excessive market risk can all lead you astray from your goal of a successful and happy retirement. That's where Liz Whittaberry comes in. She's a holistic financial advisor and the founder of Best Path Advisors, and she can help guide you to a better financial path. This is Retire on Your Best Path with Liz Whittaberry. Welcome to another edition of Retire on Your Best Path with Liz and myself. And we're going to have a great conversation today around the retirement red zone. Of course, Liz is a financial advisor and founder at Best Path Advisors. And you can find her online at bestpathadvisors.com. That's bestpathadvisors.com. If you have any questions about today's conversation or any other, make sure you talk with her before you take any action. Liz, thanks for having me again. Welcome to the program for yourself. I'm glad that we're back once again to chit-chat about the retirement red zone. How are you? I am good. I'm good. And I'm glad to be back talking with you about this today, Mark. Okay. I got to ask, you're from Texas. Are you, are you a football gal? I mean, it's, you know, it's Texas. We certainly do watch football in the house. It's not myself that's turning uh, those shows on, but my, <laughs> my husband and my son uh, do enjoy football quite a bit. Okay. So many of our listeners then will know that that's the, the term red zone, right? It's kind of associated from football. There's the red zone in, in, uh, in the game. And I think it was, was maybe it's prudential. You can correct me if I'm wrong on this a number of years ago that I think coined uh, the, the phrase financial red zone or retirement red zone, something along those lines. Uh, but anyway, so do me a favor for those who may be football fans or maybe even are not football fans. What is the red zone and what is it when it's the retirement red zone? Uh, you know, and I have seen something about that red zone as it applies to football and you may have to fill in. Sure, I can uh, do that. Yes, relative to that. But well, okay, so let me. Yeah, I'll do the. I'll do the financial one. You do the, or I'll do the football one. You do the financial equivalent. How's that? That sounds good. Okay. That sounds so good. in the game of football, it's the last twenty yards before the end zone, before you score to the touchdown, right? So get some points, kind of thing. So from the twenty yard line in, it's typically called the red zone. Uh, and so I guess when you're talking about financially, I guess this would be maybe the last twenty year, ten years, something like that of uh, you know your working life, maybe. The retirement red zone is actually the five years before you retire okay. and the five years after. Ah, that makes sense. All right. Because those are, that's a period of time that's very critical in your retirement portfolio. What happens to your retirement portfolio during that 10-year period mm -hmm. can really set the success of your long-term retirement. Okay. So that's, that's our time horizon, right? And that's where those sequence of returns become really important, correct? It is. Okay. It is. And it, and it becomes important to think through any actions that you need to take during that period of time to set yourself up for greater success. You know, the closer you are to retirement, the harder it is to recover. Sure. Less you, time you got. Yeah. The less time you have. Yeah. Uh, you may think back to growing up and riding a bike. I used to ride a bike a lot in the country. And when you would fall off, you would just hop back on and get going again. It sure. was really no big deal. You didn't, you hardly thought about it. You might notice that you had a bruise the next day, but you, you didn't even really think about <laughs> right. it. Unless mom was watching, you got back up and just kind of kept going. If she was watching, you might've hammed it up a little bit for some <laughs> love. But, yeah. but 
as you get older and older, if you were to fall off a bike, it takes longer to recover. It takes longer to hop up and get going again. It just, you know, you need more recovery time. And that is the same with our retirement portfolios. If you think of those, you know, bumps in the road that cause that bike wreck, well, the dips in the market, the, the downturns, the volatility, it takes longer to recover from those. And so in the retirement red zone, you want to be much more um, careful that you're making the right decisions for retirement success. Yeah, no, absolutely. My, my brother, Liz, is, is 64. I'm 51. And so right now, what's happening in the market, right? We've seen a pretty rough couple of weeks here at the time we're taping this. This is our later October episode, but all through the end of September and the beginning of October, for sure, um, definitely a lot of volatility going on. And it affects him a little more starkly mm-hmm. than it does me because he's got 14 years on me, right? He's right there right. at retirement's door. So as an investor, how do we approach the the red zone? How do we approach this? Because he's a bit more fearful than I am as an example. Right. Absolutely. And And that's what makes it such an important time period. What you just said, time is not on your side when you're close to retirement. And so you can't, you don't have that time to make up for losses. Right. And like you said, right now, volatility is back. So it's especially a good time to be focusing on on this retirement red zone. But it's always a good time to focus on retirement red zone. Proactive planning is always the answer to, you know, any financial decision that you're making. And the same is true with the retirement red zone. I remember back in 2007, I had a client that was preparing to retire. And of course, we had just come through some very good years in the market. Mm -hmm. And things were, it seemed like they were just going up, 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 up. And I said to this client, uh, you know, I really think it's time to make some, some shifts in your retirement portfolio. Oh, do you think, you know, do you think I should do that? Well, we did. We made some shifts. And and she was asking me, do you think I'm missing out on too much of the gains? <laughs> right. yeah. um, I should be back. You know, I, I think I should be back in, you know, back in the market more fully, more aggressively. And then the 2008 crisis hit. And she was and, like, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and at the beginning of 2009, she went ahead and retired right on time. Uh-huh. Uh, no concerns about retiring. And she said, I've got friends that are going to keep working that or don't feel like they yeah. can retire right now. Yeah. And she thinks that I foresaw that that was going to happen. And that really is not, I, I knew that we were at a high. Sure. But I also know no matter where we're at in the economic cycle, if you're in the retirement red zone, you need to do some things that protect your principal and your income during that time period so that you can retire successfully and on time. Right. No, I mean, and that makes sense. I mean, you said that was 07, right? When you were having those chats. Yes. And I mean, basically that story is exactly the same as it is right now, right? So the last three yeah. years going into 2022, the markets are super, we're on a super tear, you know, very well, it's been really 12 years, but the last three just has, you know, 19, 20, 21, all finished up fairly high. And so depending on where your time horizon is, it affects you differently. So I know you've identified or you want to talk about three types uh, kind of just ways to approach the red zone. So break down the types for me and what you think. Yeah, I see people take basically one of three approaches. First off are the people that are fearful and they can get very easily overwhelmed by the volatility, become very anxious about making the wrong investment decisions. What should I do? Am I doing the right thing? And as that fear builds can then react 
and feel like they need to be much more conservative and swing very, you know, to overly conservative, pull yeah, out of the yeah. market at the wrong time, lock in uh, some losses that, you know, may permanently impact their portfolio. And yeah. then it becomes hard to get back in and recapture any future gains. I, I actually have a client that is a recent client who pulled out of the market in 2008 and never went back in. Wow. Never? Wow. Never has been basically in cash since then. And so there's certainly, certainly they can retire mm -hmm. and can retire comfortably, but there's been a lot of growth that they've missed out on yeah. because of that. Yeah. And so that, that is one approach, that fearful approach, and it can put somebody in a, in a position where they're not going to earn what they need to earn for retirement for the long term to keep up with inflation, to cover their expenses over a 30-year retirement. So a second one is somebody who is basically, I would say, unconcerned. You know, they have a stay the course mentality. They think, well, it's always worked out. It's going to yeah, work out. Yeah, that's a lot It's going to always too. work out. Mm -hmm. And that is true from the perspective of the market is always going to continue to basically go up. I do believe that. And in three out of four years, it's up. But when you're in the retirement red zone, the rules are different. Well, that's to your point, Liz, that, that it's always yes. going to work out is that mentality. If time is on your side, sure. But yeah, that's what you're talking. That's what we're talking about here. Time is not on your side when you're getting that within that five or 10 year window. Yeah, exactly. And remember back to episode three when we were talking about sequence of return risk mm -hmm. and we had that early down Tom. Mm, right, right. And it was fine when he was working. It didn't matter that he had early downs. But when he retired, it was a complete different impact on his portfolio and he ended up not having enough money to last for all of his retirement. Yeah. So again, the that period of time, the retirement red zone, it's important to navigate that wisely so that that doesn't happen to you. Yeah. And again, if you folks, if you want to check that out, uh, as Liz mentioned, it was episode number three called Sequence of Returns Risk, which again, you can find by subscribing to the podcast or just uh, checking her out online at her website there, which is bestpathadvisors.com. Okay. So that's, you identified the two for us. So that's the fearful, the unconcerned. What's the third? And the third one is the overly confident. And this is the person that wants to invest aggressively to get as much built up for retirement before they retire. And they want to get the very maximum. So they want to stay invested very aggressively up until that day that they retire. The problem with that is we can't always count on those long-term results of the market to work out in the short term. Yeah. And you know, and back to my earlier story, the lady who was able to retire in 2009 had some friends who stayed very aggressively invested and that 2008 crisis just wiped out enough of their portfolio that they didn't feel like they could retire. They had to work another three, four, five years before they felt like they could retire. Yeah. And so uh, it's important to to be aware of that and Make sure that you have enough, you know, enough of the portfolio set up for the short term so that you can retire without 
worry about that. Well, okay. So if we got the three kind of types here and we're talking about whether you're fearful when the markets are down, which probably a good chunk of us fall into that category uh, is the fearful. We tend to panic a little bit. Or, you know, we're thinking, okay, I got to make some moves. I need to do something, whatever the case is, kind of, uh, you know, stem the tide, if you will. Then there's the, the unconcerned category. Then there's the aggressive category. You know, no matter which one you're in, how should you approach uh, getting into that age, that time period that we're calling the retirement red zone, and not be in one of those categories. To me, it seems pretty obvious, right? You, you've got to have a strategy. Right. You need to have a plan. You need to have a retirement income portfolio plan. And you need to start planning that about, I would say, six to seven years before retirement so that you're a couple of years before you hit that retirement red zone. Mm-hmm. Because then as you hit the retirement red zone, then it's time to start making adjustments to keep you, to move you towards where you need to be at the point in time that you're going to retire. So putting together a, a bucket plan is, um, is the way that I approach it, where you're matching the risk in the portfolio with the cash flow needs that you're going to have for retirement. You're dividing up, you're looking at what kind of short term, you know, soon money I'm going to need, what kind of uh, you know, now money is actually the first category. So what am I going to need now this year? Soon money, uh, the next two through 10 years uh, and later money, money that I'm not going to need for 10 or more years. And then you can match the investments to those different time frames. And if you start this six to seven years before retirement, then you can have a plan for how you're going to, in a very organized and efficient and a non-emotional manner, you're going to be moving from the portfolio that you have and moving it to the portfolio that you're going to have when you retire so that at the point in time you retire, it's not going to matter what the market's doing. That's only going to be impacting that money that's for later, right? Yep. not what you need at the point in time that you do retire. No, I'm glad you brought that up because that's where we tend to mess up, right? So if we've got, got a good plan together, we've got a good strategy, we've got a good bucket plan together. Often when we're making these moves, when the market is very volatile like it is right now, we're damaging our later money thinking it's our now money. Uh, right, and that's that ten- can happen. Yeah, that ten- tends to be where I think our, and you mentioned the emotion, that's where the emotion comes into play. And that's hopefully what a plan and a strategy and a professional like yourself takes out of the equation, or at least tones it down, right? We're always going to be a bit emotional about it because it's our money. Um, but having that third party like yourself and a plan, that kind of gives that neutrality uh, to hopefully talk us off the ledge when we're kind of feeling anxious or, you know, whatever the case might be. Absolutely. And I have had a few conversations like that lately where uh, people have asked, you know, what do you think about what's going on with the market? Sure. And should I, should I move out of these or these certain investments? And right, right. I say, well, looking at your bucket plan, um, we've got these investments for the next 10 years. These are very, you know, very good investments. We've got social security, we've got you know, whatever the case may be, all of the things that are coming in to cover the uh, expenses and these things that you're talking about, we're not going to touch until at least 10 years. And that makes a total different shift in, in the thinking, mm-hmm. you know, instead of looking at, at the account saying uh, what's going up and down and how much is it going up and down, then beginning to shift. Okay. That is for 10 plus years and we don't need to lock in a low because uh, we're not 
we're not even going to touch it for 10 years. Right. Yep. So that time horizon, those sequence of returns, they all become critical uh, in getting this strategy together and dealing with the retirement red zone. Anything else, Liz, before we wrap up? Yeah, I would just say that, um, you know, this bucket plan that we're talking about, that can give you the peace of mind that you know that your retirement portfolio is going to do the job that it needs to do for you and that you can retire successfully and you can retire on time. And so if there's anyone listening that would have some questions about that, feel free to reach out to me because I am here to help you be on your best path for retirement. Absolutely. And learning is a focus with Liz, as we've talked about in prior episodes. So uh, this is one of the reasons we do the podcast. It's a great reason to also catch future episodes as well as check out some of the past ones, as we alluded to in this week's show. So stop by the website, bestpathadvisors.com. That is bestpathadvisors.com. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. Most of the time you have one of those already on your phone. If you're an Apple user, for example, Apple Podcasts is pre-installed. You can just open that app up and type in retire on your best path in the search box and find it that way. Or again, it's much easier just to go to her website, bestpathadvisors.com. Liz, thanks for hanging out and talking about the retirement red zone with me. And I didn't go too far down the football rabbit hole. That way you didn't have to deal with that <laughs> since uh, you get that at home. Well, I love basketball, so oh, okay. that, that's my sport. There we go. Well, we'll have to yeah. talk about that in the future then. Uh, Thanks for hanging out as always. I appreciate you. Folks, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time here on Retire on Your Best Path. Thank you, Mark. The preceding program is sponsored by Best Path Advisors, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. Best Path Advisors, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Liz Whitberry should not be construed as specific tax, legal, or investment advice, nor as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Neither J.W. Cole Financial nor its representatives provide legal, tax, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W. Cole. Investing is subject to risks, including the loss of principal. Due to volatility within the markets mentioned, opinions are subject to change without notice. Information is based on sources believed to be reliable. However, their accuracy or completeness cannot be guaranteed.